Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. I'm not perfect by any means, but here are three things that have helped me become a better INFP. Hey, what's up? Tina Sherman here from Geek Psychology. I help people identify their true character so that they can play life better. These tips here are going to help you be more motivated, help you go faster, help you be more empowered and aligned so that you can be happier and you can feel better. These are things that I've personally been through. I'm 35 now, so like I still have a long way to go, sure, but I've been through some things. I've intentionally pushed myself into different situations, you know, as we all have, but I've, I've taken specific note of a lot of these and I want to share them with you because I don't, I don't want anybody to have to go through 10, 12, 15 years of trying to figure out who you are and, and those, those deep pits of depression, suicidal thoughts whatever it is, and, and, and struggling to like really figure out who you are, you know? And that's one of the key things that we need as INFPs. I used to play Time Crisis 3 a lot in the arcade. This is, this is a long time ago. This is in 2003. So you might not even really know that game, but anyway, you, you got a little pedal and you, you step on it to, to step out within the game, right? From, from obstacles, from cover. So you, lean out, you shoot a bunch, you go back in to reload, right? I used to play that game every day after work. Every day. And I played it with my friend, my ENFP friend, and we played it so much that we didn't have to use any of the other weapons. Okay, we just used our pistol. Just the pistol. And we were able to complete the game without getting hit once. And, and in record times, like our names are still up on the scoreboards as first through fifth place, right? We played it so much. And this is what I'm trying to, to get to here is that knowing where the enemies are, knowing where the obstacles are, knowing what's going to happen, knowing when that little red dude's going to pop out and shoot you instantly, you know, you can prepare for it. You can go ahead. Of, you can go ahead of it. You can shoot as it's coming up because you know where it's going to be. Right? And this is with life. If you know what's going to happen, you can shortcut it. Right? You can find ways to deal with it as it, as it comes before it becomes a problem. So what's important here, first of all, is to really understand the INFP, like what is going on within us. And if you've been studying Myers-Briggs for a minute, then you probably understand it already, but this is going to give you a couple uh, hopefully different perspectives on it. Some that really resonate with me because this is, well, the, the model that I've used to, to understand it myself and to share it with other people. So you have basically, you have these sub personalities within you. Okay. And within us, there are these four main characters, these main heroes that are in, in the spotlight for most of our life story. Okay. And they're, they have conflicting beliefs about a lot of things. They have conflicting desires, but in the end, they are on the same team. It's like the Ninja Turtles, right? They, they have their different personalities, their different styles. Raph sometimes gets moody and, and wants to do things in a different way, right? But they are part of the same team. 
we have these four characters, right? Okay, the, the heart or the conscience. We have our explorer character. We have our guardian, kind of methodical, uh, stabilizing character. And then we have this commander-like character. For us, though, unfortunately, the commander is, is the one that's the, the maverick, the rebel, <laughs> the one that causes all the problems. Like, that should be, should be the one that's in charge of a lot of things. Right? The one that's, especially in the United States, it's the one that is, is prized and honored for measuring progress, for setting up goals, for executing those goals properly, for, for tracking and checking the resources needed to attain victory and optimizing that in an effective, efficient way. That's just, I mean, that probably made you shake a little bit, <laughs> right? If I explain that right, you did not like that description. Because that is a part of us that we, we push down. Because we are so focused on our hero, our heroic character of this reflective, resonating heart, this conscience-like character that takes everything and, and weighs it and considers the, the feelings, the beliefs, the values, and how our beliefs and motivations and values are reflected by our actions, the, the things that we do reflect on who we are, right? You can see somebody. If you, we spend a lot of time looking into people's motivations and intent, right? And that's, that's what we're doing. We're saying, okay, this person did this thing and that is showing us some of their values, their ideals, their beliefs, who they are, right? And then eventually we can tap into that and evoke, um, the, the right state, the right emotion, that we need to, to lead, to drive, to be a good role model. That's how we lead. We don't lead through managing and delegating and things like that. Right. But there are these two other characters that just, they're pushing and pulling constantly. And then we have this, this innovative explorer like character. That's always telling us to, to brainstorm, think of new ideas, new possibilities, and enjoy what comes from that new connection, that new, opportunity, that new chance. And through that, we get to discover new aspects of ourself and parts of life and, you know, the, the human experience. And we get to enjoy it. And we get to experiment with what happens and, and just, just try new things. But that voice that pushes us out of our comfort zone, that might teach us some things about ourselves that we don't really want to listen to. So we also have this this stabilizing, methodical, guardian-type character that is, is constantly telling us to review, <laughs> to check in with our past. What happened before? What did I experience before in this situation? You know, what have you learned from it before? And through doing that, you know, you, you practice the same things over and over again, whether it was a good experience or a bad experience. A lot of times, you know, we, we keep cycling through that. There's a type of coffee that I like. I buy that like every time because <laughs> I like it. I trust it. I, I've reviewed it before. Like I, I had this, I liked it. I went to the, the convenience store the next time and was like, Hey, which one do I want? Oh, that's the one that I've experienced before. The one that I trust, the one that's not going to surprise me. And, and it goes directly against that explorer aspect. 
So knowing all this, knowing that you got these four characters, there's a lot more that goes into it, of course. But knowing it gives you insight into the at least the three things that you need to do to become a better INFP. The first one is to figure out who you are and appreciate it. That's that second part. That's that caveat. Like We might think that we know who we are. There's always more to learn, of course. Um, and whatever model works for you, like Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, just going in, dissecting your values, understanding who you are, whatever it is, it's really important. And, you know, some of you might be thinking, well, yeah, we're INFPs, that's what we do. And it is, but keep going. Like when I learned that I was an INFP in the Enneagram 9, I, I really... I fought it at first. I didn't think I was angry. And then I started tracking it. I started digging more into myself. And I was like, wow, I, I get angry quite often. It doesn't come out. It doesn't bubble up usually. Um, but it's just constant like little pings of like, why is that person doing that thing? They're not considering the other humans, not in, in a broad, expansive, collective way, but like this person is causing problems for this other person and this other person and this other person, right? Because they're being selfish or whatever it is. And that instantly triggers me. Right? And that happens a lot, especially if you live in Tokyo. <laughs> like There are just a lot of people here, right? It's bound to happen. People are going to get into your bubble and stuff. But that is one thing that you need to do and you need to dig into it even more. Step two, get out and fail over and over and over again. Fail until you learn that you can cope, that you can acclimate. Put yourself into new situations and just get beat down by experiences and, the, and that awkwardness of not knowing what to do. And then figuring out what to do. And then using that and reincorporating it into yourself and knowing that, hey, you can you can cope with this. You've expanded your comfort zone. This is now something that you are not going to struggle as much with. Do that again and again and again, and it's going to build your strength and, and level up that explorer character, that explorer voice, that part within us that's telling us to put ourselves into new contexts. I, <laughs> I've lived in Japan for like 11 years now, maybe 12 uh, when I first came here, I didn't know anything about Japan, didn't necessarily even want to come to Japan. It was just wanted to go somewhere because I had that voice saying, go, you need to get out. You need to go do stuff. You need to go challenge yourself. And coming to Japan, I, <laughs> I didn't know the language. I didn't know anything about it. I learned. I had to learn. I had to put myself into new context. I always, before I had language for it around Myers-Briggs, I would just call it learning how to crawl again, not even learning how to walk like a baby, right? Learning how to crawl, like from the very, very basics of life. Uh, this, this is you know, a repeated theme, going to Japan, learning the, the dating scene and seduction, how to socialize and things like that. Uh, and to be a little bit less awkward <laughs> and also, you know, YouTube geek psychology. This is all a learning experience. It's all putting myself in a context that is going to uh, 
um, be a little bit abrasive so that I learn more about myself. So that I get new experiences and learn more about who I am as a person. So that NE, that explore, connects back into who we are, into our heart. And number three, use the past to support you, not to hinder you. We, we hold on to a lot of negative emotions. We try to protect ourselves from getting these new experiences that we're going to review over in the past and ruminate over in the past. It's, it's a, a weakness for us. It's a scary aspect. And I'm not saying this to preach or anything like that. It's just things that I've been through that I want to help with. Okay, Use the past to support you, not to hinder you. That's extremely important. You can do that through timeline therapy. You can do that through just constantly reminding yourself over and over again that this is something that happened, but that doesn't mean that it is going to necessarily affect my whole life. It's an experience. It's something that happened and I can do with that what I want and what I need to, to become a bigger, stronger, better hero in life. So if we're going to summarize this all down into one thing, it's listen to the explorer over the guardian you know that's it's so important to just listen to that voice when you get that voice that that pings and says hey you might want to try this do it do it try it don't wait just give it five seconds and do it right don't psych yourself out of it by tapping into those past experiences and finding all the reasons why it won't work because things happen, new things happen, things change, things emerge, right? It's a, it's a living system. And getting out there is the only way to really learn more about yourself in a deep way. So if this is something that has helped you, please share it with other people. Um, whatever you got to do to get the word out about geek psychology is really helpful for me. I want to know what helped you specifically, how you've put yourself into these new contexts, um, where the guardian has, has spoken a little bit too loud or had a little bit booming of a voice that didn't really support you and telling you to, to be comfortable, to be safe, to play it a little bit smaller than you really should. And also I do have a website with a 30 day challenge. It's inowfeelpositive.com. I'll link it down below in the description. It has everything. It has all of this, but it has more tools and techniques and strategies and worksheets and things like that. Um, it, it's a challenge. It is. And it's going to be maybe difficult, but if you want to grow, if you want to level up in life, and if you want to take control and have an impact on the world, I suggest listening to somebody of your own personality type. You know, I'm, I'm doing this to, to share what I've been through. And I, I've made videos on so many of these techniques and so many different aspects, but these have really been condensed into a journaling process that I do every night and I count down my days left to live and all these other things, okay? So I highly suggest you check that out. But even if you don't, um, please utilize this information and push yourself just a little bit more so that you can be a hero. Keep up the lifelong questing. Good luck. Have fun. Peace. I am so sweaty. This is ridiculous. I feel like I'm swimming again. I went swimming today and I feel like I'm still swimming.
like just I've got a bubble of water and I'm drowning in it. It's awful. Oh god. I'm just so gross right now. I apologize if, if you've watched this video and you've seen me slowly progress from being comfortable to dripping. I have sweat running down my arm. What, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Goodbye. See you again. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.